$8,000 for playing three three games, which were the freest games of their lives, of their professional careers. It was probably literally the freest games they've ever had. Do you have anything uh, silly to, to start the show with? I don't know if that's my job. I don't want to put you on the spot, but like I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not with it. Uh, I don't know about silly, but uh, pressing current, current event is, do you remember that story that I told about the, the woman? The woman? The, yeah, the, the one who head broke head into head. your house or didn't break yeah, into your house? Yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that happened again. Was it the same woman? What? Hold on, I have, I have, I have a lot of questions. Was it the same woman? Someone tried to break into your house again? <laughs> no, no, it was not the same woman. Okay, uh, this time it was a guy, and this time it was in broad daylight. It was. It happened like two hours ago. Yeah, that's like that, that's still bright outside. Why? Yes. Who's, where, did they knock? Did they try and open the door? Did they come in? What? What the? F- why? Why does this happen to you? I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> I was just sitting there uh, on my computer, and Ellie was playing games, and all of a sudden we heard kind of somebody running on our uh, our outside doorway area, and then uh, ringing the doorbell uh, twice, rapid succession. And uh, like, and wow, then Amazon's trying to open, really excited to deliver a package. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and then tried to open the door. Fortunately, so, it was locked, so all good there. But uh, yeah, are you on the bottom floor, or does someone have to like? No, I'm on the top floor. You're on the top floor, so someone didn't yes. just like. It's not like you're easy access to the street. Someone had to like. No come upstairs they had to make some kind of effort to get to your did you interact with this person at all did you just like look out the window like did you open the door yeah. with your with your fake shotgun and go what the we fuck we made and- eye contact i opened the window and he uh he looked at me with a sort of like hey please something and uh and I, he was pressed up real real close up against the wall trying to hide very clearly and uh and then I watched the the cops around the corner and uh, and arrest him. So yeah, hmm. wow. I uh, I I watched it outside and I watched them uh, like unload everything he had in his pockets and everything, just out of like morbid curiosity. So all he had on him was like a phone and uh, it's like a pack of cigarettes. So he didn't like. He didn't have anything like he didn't have a weapon. He didn't have any drugs on him. But uh, so I'm assuming he like got pulled over and he had a uh, a thing like a mm-hmm. an arrest order out on him or something like that. Because I don't know what what crime would you be committing at, at like 5 p.m. in the afternoon on a busy in, street. Yeah. Also <laughs> in your it's not like you live in a bad part of town either. Like it's weird for nah, people really to be doing know. that either. On a scale no. of on a scale of one to George Floyd, how brutal were the police? They were uh, very professional about it and uh, very restrained. I watched, you know, 
just 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 <laughs> like last time i watched just to make sure you know there wasn't there wasn't any funny business but you know there there was also other people because this time it happened in broad daylight so like several people in my apartment building were all watching at the same time so <laughs> you know are you friends yeah. with any of your neighbors do you know uh, any of them no but I, I today was the first day that I learned what the neighbor directly behind me his name because he he walked out and uh, yeah apparently his door was actually open his door was unlocked so if the guy had tried to go he had just tried the other door I wish they would stop trying my door if he tried the other door <laughs> that he would have found it open he would have tried to hide in there and then you know who knows what would happen from there this is absolutely situation. It, this is like one of those lightning never strikes twice scenarios of like, oh yeah, like it can't happen again, right? Like yeah. that was a third <laughs> time. Like what the what the actual shit? I feel like a, you know I, I've gotten it out of the way, and now from here on out, I can always keep my house and car door unlocked because what are the chances of it happening a third time? Have you ever like gotten your car broken into? No, never had my car broken into. I've uh, I've never had my car broken into, uh, but I did make the mistake a couple times, uh, one time severely when I was in Florida um, of leaving the windshield a little bit too cracked or the windshield, mm-hmm. fuck me, the, the windows a little bit too cracked because I'm used to like, you know, growing up in Los Angeles, it's just sometimes if you, if you have an older car, you just want to keep it cool, just, just crack the windows a little bit, it's fine. Um, I, I, I'm in Florida for a couple months and then I, you know, do the same thing and I realize, oh no, it's pouring outside the sky was clear earlier and now it is pouring and then i'm like running out from class into my car i'm like oh fuck everything is like flooded um so now i don't crack my windows anymore and i'm i'm always uh neurotic about locking it i've never had my car broken into i've had my car flooded but i i like i'm the kind of person who walks away from the car and then presses the lock button on the door and then also presses the lock button on the clicker so that I can hear like the beep beep. And sometimes I hear the beep beep multiple times just to really make sure it's locked. <laughs> well, my car is, uh, looks like a piece of shit. So, and there's nothing inside that you would want to steal in the first place. And long, long gone are the days I think of people, uh, uh, breaking into cars to steal like the radio. You know, I don't think that really that's a whole lot of value as much as it did 15 years ago. So I think it happens in some places. I, uh, I, the last time I was up in San Francisco, I was up in Oakland and I was having lunch with Conrad, um, like, like mm-hmm. EG Twitch Conrad. And, um, we went over to a Japanese store and, and bought some imported beer, uh, that I was going to take back home. And, uh, I left like a large giant comedy beer in my back seat. And just closed the door and locked it. I'm like, this is going to be fine. And, and he, he puts my hand, his hand on my shoulder and he's like, dude, you have to put that in the trunk. You absolutely cannot leave literally any alcohol in your car in Oakland. It'll get broken into. And I'm like, really? It's like 2020. And he's like, yes, the amount of smash windows here is paramount. So I think it might be like a city by city basis. Um, and now I'm spooked to leave anything in the backseat in Oakland or the Bay. But aside from that, I feel pretty good in L.A., at least most parts of L.A. Yeah, I'm I'm like going through the inventory right now of like what what could they possibly look inside my car and see and be like, oh, I want to steal that. And it's like um, I have an old sweatshirt in the back for when I go work out. Uh, I have a cable that connects to my phone. Wow. I. That's it. 
I do I do a lot of driving, not so much anymore in the last couple of months, but generally I do a lot of driving. I do a decent amount of like road tripping too. I'm generally the person who will, will drive everyone around. And as such, my car, I could I could very comfortably live out of my car for like a week. I got I got some uh, some like spare bottles of water in the trunk. I got enough supplies to like repair the car if need be. I got like extra oil. I got I got spark plugs. I got like batteries. There's a sleeping bag that I keep in my trunk for for any car sleeping or blanket situation. There's a pillow in my back seat. I think there's a box of Cheez-Its potentially in there. I'm like prepared for an apocalypse. If I, if I have to get out and drive immediately, I could survive for a little while if the supplies in my car. And you might think, Joey, you're a crazy doomsday prepper, and yeah. you wouldn't be entirely wrong, like that's but I'm not worried about like the rapture. I'm just like, well what if I'm what if I want so, some triscuits or a bottle of water? Um I've only used the sleeping bag a couple of times. I keep I keep a tripod in there. I keep an umbrella in there, even though again Los Angeles never rains. Um, I keep I keep a photo reflector in there if I ever need to like shoot photography and I want to like bounce light, uh, mm-hmm. which I've used once in three years. But that one time, dude, it came in fucking handy. Um, yeah, every uh, I, there's multiple changes of clothes. I keep deodorant in my trunk. I think I think it's super clutch to keep deodorant in your trunk because yeah. sometimes sometimes you just forget and you're either like, well, I'm at work now, or I'm somewhere that I should be wearing deodorant, or maybe I just should remember in the morning to put it on. I don't know. Uh, point being, uh, if you need something, it might be in my trunk. Don't break See, into my your car. It's a really good car to break into. That's what only I'm the trunk. Out of this. Only the trunk. <laughs> only the trunk. Unless you want to steal. I'm digging the... the mustache, by the way. Thank you. It it's... looks. It looks great. People keep on saying that, and I just keep on doing it for the compliments and the humor. Uh, I found out that if you twist it up too much, uh-huh. like like, and you try and do like a Mario thing, it actually gets into your field of vision, which is extremely annoying. <laughs> I can't say I've ever grown out a mustache. Uh, mm. I'm not sure if it would look any good on me. It's 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 uh I, I think the trick is letting the sides get long enough, like you're making a goatee, so that you mm-hmm. can like do something with it. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I shaved last week and it's still not great. I want to try and do sideburns next. I'm just gonna go through all of the funny things and decide if I like any of them. But until that happens. We're, 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 we're sticking in mush test. Must, yeah, my yeah, vote yeah, is yeah. keeping the mustache. That's my vote. I had to I had to see my mom last week, and she's like, Joey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, mom, this is why I never did anything fun when I lived with you, because I would just be bullied out of it. I want to be <laughs> bullied on my own time by by people who I don't care about bullying me, but apparently my mother's opinion mm-hmm. still matters too much. So, um, man, we did we did so much uh, talking about literally everything that wasn't even related to Dota last week at Jenkins. I had a really fun time with it, and I think a lot of other people did too. But I feel like in that process, we might have missed a couple things that maybe people actually wanted to hear us talk about. So I think this might mm-hmm. be a this might be like a good outlet to to, to catch up and do that potentially. <laughs> this is the Dota catch up episode. Yeah, this is an episode with a lot <laughs> like of like a month of not talking about it. It doesn't Dota. have to be <laughs> we'll just catch up on everything. It doesn't have to be a, a short full tweet. 
That's gonna be a fall month, and that's the show, everybody. Everything's over. Um, I, I wanted to, I wanted to bring something up that that is a that is a strong point of pride right now. Uh, before we even okay. talk about anything that that tournament related or what you've been up to, um, we filled the side pole, Gil. We got fifty people in there. It happened. You're you're not invited. I, everyone made it very clear not invited. So I just just wanted to just wanted to relay that message, sir. Um, we. <laughs> Uh, we filled it up. We're on to like level four now, something like that. Okay. We're almost done with level three. I know it's not very impressive, but 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 you know we got in late. Now we're cranking. We're trying to do guild quests. I'm playing with people. I'm playing with a lot of very nice people who are very very nice. Um, a lot of like like heralds for some reason, which is like fine, but it's like it feels weird that I'm the good player because really I'm bad. But like you know whatever whatever. I don't want I don't want to judge. Like I don't I don't want to call anybody out in the audience. Like it definitely makes. <laughs> It makes the MMR kind of weird, though, when you're playing. But that's that's not the point. The point is to be excited that we filled the guild up. Um, and I don't know if it's because people are now excited because I'm literally going to give money away or if they just wanted to hang out. I really skewed that data. Like, I should have not mm-hmm. offered the money first and seen if people join naturally because now I'll never know. I know there's people who care, though. Um, but I also know there's people who are slackers in the guild i'm looking i'm sorting i'm looking at the guild list and i'm sorting by points earned and i'm like you know there's some people who like they've only done like one quest and it's been like two weeks so uh i think i think i think i think i think uh tuesday when this episode goes live i might like purge like the bottom five six seven people and i want i want to I want to. I want to let. Them, maybe I'll, I'll do it on Wednesday, so that if they hear this, maybe they'll have like a day to like be on notice and like show some kind of improvement. What if but they don't listen to it until Thursday? Then, then you know, hey, they're they're fucked, I guess, because I I know there's people who want to join, uh, still, right? And I feel like to procrastinated on both your contracts and listening to the podcast, asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I know there's people who want to join still, so I figure it might be fair to get rid of like maybe the bottom five-ish people or anyone who isn't like actively participating to make space for people who might want to. Um, so I'm, I'm just saying that on the show to give notice. I think on, on Wednesday, uh, the day after this is released, I'll probably like cut the bottom five people if I don't like see any effort being made to not be the bottom five people. And then on Wednesday, if you want to join Side P, you should, you should look it up. We'll... Uh, well, we'll have a couple spots, maybe. So, uh, <laughs> or you know, going going back to it, you're talking about the the heralds. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, and it's like it's like a little bit like a you know the the owner of Twinkies being surprised that their their primary customer is fat. <laughs> There's no nutritional value in it whatsoever, nor is there any Dota nutritional value in our podcast whatsoever. Like, are we really surprised that our customers, that our, our viewing audience, our lovely viewers are, uh, are heralds? I think, I think there's one immortal player and one divine player, and there's a small handful of Archon players. Archon, ancient. Okay. There's a small, okay. there's a small handful of ancient players, but there's also like I've seen, I've seen some, some very, very low ranks. Nothing to be ashamed of. I just, I just want to. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm happy that you're all here, but, but you're right. I think that people aren't here because we're talking about how to properly itemize sniper right now. We're talking about uh, uh, poo poo pee pee butt stuff. So. Uh, yeah. You know, this is probably the audience we did create for ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds about right. How's how's the Church of Artesia going? 
Uh, it's good. I feel like we're like level eight or something. I'm no longer in like the bottom four because obviously ESL one, I couldn't really play much Dota during that time. And uh, I, I want to, to get all of the rewards. So I want to stay in the guild. So uh, I made sure that I'm not bottom four, at least, you know, <laughs> I, now I'm above S4 at least. Oh, congratulations. You know who's also above S4? Liquid, because did you see those Alliance games today? God, they were so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to Liquid, man. I was expecting, uh, or I don't know what was happening to Alliance, because I was expecting a nice competitive series, because I think Liquid's pretty good, and they could have probably made a deeper run at ESL. And then, uh, and then Alliance was in the finals, so, you know, I was expecting great things, and then they just ended up getting shit-stomped, so... Yeah, maybe it's the it's the core visage, or maybe it's the uh, letting never killing the coddle wisp and just sitting in it, or maybe there's probably a bunch of reasons that I'm not qualified to actually talk about. But I watch the games just kind of in the background, and I'm like, ooh, this is rough. And then it felt double rough because Blast is doing the thing right now where they have players' webcam feeds active, yeah. and they cut to them in the production, and boy. <laughs> <laughs> the difference in emotions of like, you know, you, we're, we're used to seeing people at tournaments be like, okay, I lost a match. But when you do that and you have that same like disgruntled look and you're in your own bedroom, like just wearing casual clothes, mm -hmm. it just feels so much worse. Like I think Limp looked like a serial killer. He was looking at that <laughs> monitor being like, <laughs> I'm like, dude. He's ready to punch something. Yeah, he yeah, looked those like. those games were not going well, sappy. He looked like Tyler One if Tyler One hadn't gone to the gym in about eighteen months. That's that 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 was the impression <laughs> I got from Limp today. Hey, at least they walked home with uh, one of the bounties. They yeah. got what's mine is mine. The opposing team cannot gain control of your outpost for the duration of a game. Wow, that's a. Uh, is that something they? That is a very tough one. Is that something they sought out to do, or is that just complete and utter ignorance from the other team? Like, I have no they... idea. <laughs> Man, if you ever want to talk about match fixing in Dota, like that's the thing to do. Like, hey, you want you want to not touch my outpost? I'll split the bounty with you. Easy, uh -huh. easy. I mean, there's one that's uh, kill a single enemy player twenty times in a single game as a team. Nobody is ever going to let that happen, unless they're like, don't you just if you've died eighteen times, the game is over, right? <laughs> Like so you very, especially in this patch. In this patch, the game is definitely over if you've died over 12 times. Okay. So to add in another eight deaths on top of that, because I remember I was watching, I think it was the Enigma Secret one, and there was somebody who had died. I think it was Mind Control. And he died a number of times. It it, it would take him actively intentionally feeding while Secret ends the game. He had to do it another seven times. And if he did it six times more and then GG'd out, they wouldn't have gotten the bounty. So I have no idea how that one's supposed to be claimed. <laughs> that is a cooperative effort for sure. Do you like uh, the format that Blast is going with? Do you feel like their 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 bounty experiment is adding anything to the, the tournament or the broadcast or the prize pool? Do people care about um, the prize pool being shifted around the way it is? Or what, what do you think? Let's see. I don't think... I kind of doubt that it adds that much from a playing perspective, from a, from a broadcasting perspective. I think it's um, it's good for talent, right? Because there's just one more thing that you could talk about. It's something to meme on. It's something to to potentially bring up if you need to fill. 
there are lots of things that stuff like bounties help a lot for talent. So uh, I appreciate it. I think it's um, it's okay. It's it's not like amazing or anything. Um, for example, I think Midas Mode did a better job of bounties. Granted, Midas Mode wasn't a serious tournament, so uh, it's easier for them to do bounties that are more impactful and players actually have to play along with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, the production of the Blast event is great. Um, they did a really good job. What, so what they did is they sent out the equipment. They sent out computers, mm-hmm. lights, cameras. They set up the, They sent everybody the same deal. So that's why everyone looks so uniform, is that they sent them all the same equipment. And I believe they probably had somebody like team viewer set it up. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think Pimp Muckle's working with them because uh, I saw him tweeting out some stuff. So I would assume he that makes could sense. Have probably help based on the sap overlay stuff they have and then also um just the way that they did i i I noticed that when i saw that uh owen had a headset that had the blast logo on and i'm like oh they must have sent them all gear which is nice from a from a reduction standpoint because you just know that things aren't gonna be like oh hey look at me i'm using like a five dollar headset not that anyone has a five dollar headset i mean everyone's professional right but just that that kind of that kind of quality standards nice um they didn't send suns fan the right chair though though because in that shot he's slouching down and looks like a gremlin but that's neither here nor there <laughs> i uh i i don't know if i talked about this before but i i think grant was telling me because they were talking to grant i think he ended up declining um but yeah he was like i don't want to go through the hassle of like sending them all that shit back <laughs> and i was like yeah i wouldn't want to do that either that sounds like a pain in the ass <laughs> good idea though i mean it looks great for the tournament it was definitely worth it i can but- I can only empathize with their producers and how much of a pain in the ass has to be to be like, okay, I need your address. Okay, can we schedule a time to set it up? Like, I'm sure, I'm sure some people are good, but there's at least one or two people who are like, you know, just it, it's Dota work. talent. Yeah, Dota it's... talent procrastinate like not other man. Yeah, and that's not what you want because the producers doing the event, I'm sure, wanted everything done five weeks ago, and they're like, cool, good to go, but. I'm happy with what they're doing. I like to see the, the, the shots of the players in their room. I like that everyone has the same stuff set up. Their graphics package looks nice. I like the, the layer with layer they have. Like, I'm, I'm happy with everything that's going on with Blast. Also, the games seem to be, like, maybe not good, but at least interesting. So, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I just had an alarm go off um, on my phone. Because I wanted to make sure to take a break in the middle of the show and call to the break in the middle of the show. Not just abruptly put it in, but to have... Man, I guess this is kind of abrupt anyways. Never mind. Fuck! Um, I, I wanted to remind... <laughs> I know, right? Like, hey, everybody. I'd say it's live and we're just going with it, but it's not live. This is pre-recorded. There's no reason why I couldn't fix it. Anywho, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you and how you can follow the show on all your favorite podcasting apps. And if you fucking don't do that, I don't know why you're here, like, at all. Like, it's it's just easier to know when the show happens if you click the follow button on Apple or Spotify or Google or whatever the fuck you use. Um, and if you rate us five stars on Apple and we read it on the show, we'll send you something. I sent someone a battle pass. And I sent them a level 50 battle pass. I, did, I didn't skip out what? a $10 one. I sent, I sent someone a level 50 battle pass this week. Can you believe that? Jeez. Jesus, Joey. I am burning capital. Um, <laughs> so 
uh, leave us a review, five stars on the Apple page. If you want to watch us on YouTube, that's a thing. Uh, the people who watch us on YouTube are, are cool because they have a place where they can leave comments and make fun of my mustache or, or Caps Cam going in and out of focus. Or um, sometimes people like to talk about Caps Cat that's behind them sometimes. Yes. You know, you, you, you do you. Um, we're also... We're also, I should note, we are doing voicemails still. We didn't have one last week, and there will be one at the end of this show. So you got to stick around for that. Nice. And I'm excited. It. We got some great voicemails. We did. We got, we got quite a few good ones. People are still sending them in. Um, so I, I'm, I'm stoked about that. Um, so we'll do, the, we'll do that at the end. But aside from that, that's all the promotion I have to do. We did it. We crushed it. Uh, there, I think there's still... I think there's still some some hanging miscellaneous Dota things. Um, how quickly can we talk about ESL? Like, like, uh, can you can you do it in, be- in between me going to the bathroom and not? Like, what's the? <laughs> it was uh, it was a pretty good tournament. Um, ESL one, I think it probably wasn't good uh, as good as ESL one Los Angeles. I know viewership was down quite a bit from Los Angeles to Birmingham. Um, yeah. We had a change of talent, so we did not have Blitz this time around, and then we also didn't have BSJ. Uh, to replace BSJ, we had um, PPD, and then to replace Blitz, we had Charlie for some days, but basically the BTS talent were working more often. Um, they just brought Charlie in for whatever like break days uh, the BTS talent needed, so... Uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty good event. Um, you know, like I said earlier, uh, Alliance did make it to the finals against Secret, but Secret did womp on everybody. Uh, they lost once to Alliance in the upper bracket, two uh, one, which was kind of surprising to see. I think Secret just probably got out drafted, and then they lost randomly to Cyber Legacy, uh, a team that didn't even make it uh, into the playoffs. So. Uh, they did go four and three. They're close. They're in the tiebreakers, but you know they are not a top tier team. So it was a little weird to see that, even though we didn't really see it because it was off stream. And that's uh, one of the things about ESL One is that there there's uh, such a large group stage. There's a lot of games that go off stream, and so you sometimes miss some stuff. Uh, NA was way more excited to Europe because Europe was a stomp all the way through. We had so many clean series, a bunch of two woes, and then we had a three zero finals with um, Team Secret bodying Alliance. But then the North America was actually a lot more exciting. It felt like, anyway. Um, felt like the competition between the teams uh, was a little bit closer, especially with EG looking so bad. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Quincy Crew and Crazy both really stepping it up. Crazy looked great. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to put on that same kind of show in the finals. Um, again, another 3-0. Uh, which made for a quick day, man. We were supposed to do two best of fives back to back. That could be a really long day, but we <laughs> got two three O's and, and we were out of there. So does easy money, I guess, for me and the winners. Is uh EG still like playing remotely and not with their full team? So can you even like write this off as like a anything? Or it's just like, well, they're not really EG well, right now, they're like EG light. For sure. You can write them off, but sadly, if you were writing them off this tournament, it meant you had to write them off all the other previous tournaments, like the BTS Pro Series, as well as ESL1 Los Angeles, where EG did win. So that just makes the other NA teams look fucking terrible. <laughs> that just, like, how are you losing to stand-ins at that point in time? You know, like, how are you losing to a team that doesn't scrim? 
for these tournaments. Like, come on, guys. You guys are supposed to be your your goal is to be playing in TI. And, you know, ideally, your goal for some of these teams is to win a TI. Teams like Quincy Crew and, and Crazy, they're looking at top four performances. That's what they're trying to search for. But uh, they can't even beat an Evil Geniuses with two stand-ins, with two of arguably, at least one, are definitely their best player in Abed, right? Like, that guy, that kid's amazing at Dota. Uh, and they don't have him. So if you can't beat them, that's that's just embarrassing. So finally, NA stood up. Business associates uh, didn't quite do it, but Crazy and uh, Quincy Crew both managed to beat Evil Geniuses and uh, met each other in the finals. So, are those the only Good three stuff. teams in, in NA that have like a real chance to become a legitimate org once we get to a more pro circuit season? Yes, those are the those are the four teams. I mean, Crazy is an org. Uh, but business associates and Quincy crew are both lacking sponsors right now. Um, there are some good SA teams. Beast coast is playing without Hector. Um, so they did not look very good probably because they didn't have Hector. And then also probably because they weren't really practicing so much. And thunder predator, uh, is a better team than their results showed. I'm pretty sure. But for some reason they went zero five. They didn't win a single game or a single hmm. series. So I don't know what was going on with them, but. There is definitely better SA competition, but when it comes to NA, yes, it's pretty much those four. Maybe uh, four Zoomers would be the other team that is like, those are your five teams, and those are like the only five teams in NA. That's it. Everybody else is like scrim teams. like As as in, like they don't really do anything, but when a tournament shows up, they'll put together a stack and maybe play a couple games before they actually go to their matches. So, can't yeah. wait for the DPC. I want to see what yeah. happens. I want a DPC. Oh. What happens? <laughs> God, I hate myself. There will um, be some free money in there for sure. I don't. Uh, I, I I think that you know while while ESL might not have been perfect and not what everyone you know wanted because of the whole you know world situation, which is still unfortunate. Um, it's not even the highlight of the shit show because we would be remiss to not even touch on the whole Twitch Rivals thing, right? Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking Twitch Rivals. Okay, what? so I, <laughs> I... I've been working, like, nonstop. So I worked ESL1, and then Kyle... We'll get to Twitch Rivals in a second, but Kyle uh, hit me up, and he's like, hey, dude, do you want to cast this show match? Um, it's going to be two of the, the best Chinese teams. It's got LGD and IG. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, that sounds great. But what time is it going to be happening? My time. Cause if it's in the middle of the night, I, I can't do it. Um, I've already declined other events because I don't really want to cast in the middle of the night from my home. I feel like that's kind of a dick move to my neighbors. And, uh, he said, oh, it'll be like 7am your time. I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. Uh, negotiated the rates with um, with the people who were hiring us. And boom. Nice. Seal deal. All good. Finishing up ESL1 last couple days. They put out the tweet. Uh, hey, we've got this show match. IG versus LGD happening at 11 CET. And I'm like, 11 CET? What? They- I, I'm not the best at converting time zones, but I'm damn sure that's not 7 a.m. my time. What the fuck? China's four and, hours uh, ahead of us. And I real quickly uh, put in 
uh, 11 CAST, uh, CAST to, to PST, my time zone. And it's, it's 2 a.m. my time. 2 a.m. And I'm like, I messaged Kyle. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I just screenshot 11 CEST to, and it shows up 2 a.m. And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, ah, did I fuck you? My bad. <laughs> like, what? Were you fucking high when you did this? Like, what the fuck? How? <laughs> so I've already agreed to it, right? So I don't want to be like a dick and, and pull out. I'm sure they yeah. would have had no problem with it. But, you know, I'd like, I, I like to, you know, if I commit to something, I want to be, I'm very low to ever quit something like that uh that's why like chongqing was like a very tough decision for me when i when i did pull out of that event and that was with like a month's notice at least so uh yeah so i went from doing esl1 birmingham we wrapped up at like 4 p.m or something i think i got home around 5 and uh rehearsal was at 1 a.m <laughs> did you sleep did you try to sleep uh i, I slept like three four hours Okay. I took I took like a long nap before I woke up, did a show match in the middle of the night. And then the next day was Twitch Rivals, which I also had signed up for. Did so. did you were any of your fears founded about being loud at two in the morning? Did you feel like you casted quietly because of your neighbor neighbors? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I did I did try and keep it a little bit more down. Uh it, it was also me and Kyle. Like it was it was a show match. So the first game was a all random death match. Second game was ability draft, and then third game was a normal game. So it was naturally a a uh, a more fun show match, and gotcha. so it didn't require me to be super hype anyway. Okay, okay. Well, I just like the idea that Kyle can get off the hook by just being like, "Hey, sorry, dude, did I fuck you?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did apologize a number of times to me, and I, to be honest, I found it funny. It wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, it, it is pretty funny, uh, but <laughs> was Twitch Rivals funny? I mean, in a way, Twitch Rivals was funny. <laughs> uh, it wasn't okay. So here's uh, Twitch is like notoriously. I don't. I don't know what it is, but they just don't give a shit about Dota. Okay, every single Twitch Rivals event that has ever happened for Dota has happened because some other event was canceled. <laughs> That that's that's why that's why the auto chess I think uh, no, no 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 sorry auto chess happened before a Dota event and auto chess happened because auto chess was blowing up at the time this is when like auto chess had just come out and it was a big thing and there have been like that. no tournaments for it so Twitch rivals jumped on that very smartly they they ran an auto chess tournament and I think they ran two different ones I don't know if I was part of both of them but eventually they did a Dota tournament but they did a Dota tournament because something else canceled. Because some publisher was like, ah, we're not going to be doing that anymore. And uh, so they're like, well, fuck, what do we do? What do, what do we fill uh, this hole with? And they, uh, here's the thing. They search for Valve games. Like many TOs do this in a way. They search for Valve games because they know Valve, hands-free. They won't touch it. You can do whatever the fuck you want with Valve games. They're all good. You don't require permission. You don't need that kind of shit. You could just run it. All good. So with all the other publishers in the scene, right, mm -hmm. you have to go get permission. It's heavily regulated. Yeah. Maybe you aren't even going to be able to do it. Probably a lot yeah. more money involved as well. Excuse so, me, Mr. Mr. John Fortnite. Can we play your game on stream, please? Like, you don't have to call yeah. Gavin. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think every single Dota event has, has been a fill-in for some other game. And this was... Uh, 
This was no different. <laughs> so and that's why it was kind of a shit show. So it was like kind of by nature then put together quickly or hastily because it's like, well, fuck, we got to do something next week. So what can we do? A bit, yeah. It was, um, I think I think I first got told about it maybe, if I had to guess, I think it would probably be two weeks before, but I feel like that might be a little bit long. It's maybe like a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, I got contacted about it saying like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Would you be on board? Um, said, yeah. And with all the other Twitch rivals, um, they've asked me to be able to help connect them with streamers. Uh, in fact, I remember at the second Dota event they did, I couldn't work. I was working some other event. But while I was working that event, I was uh, like, this was the day before their second Twitch Rivals. I was like, I'd finish up the event and uh, I'd get in my Uber and I would be like pulling out the Rolodex, hitting up all all my friends who are streamers and Dota players, mm -hmm. like good people, you know, like Gunner and CCNC and people like them. I'd be hitting them up like, hey, do you want to get in this event? So uh, I, I helped them with an event that I wasn't even part of. And so I've been, I've been doing that pretty much every single time. They're like, hey, can you help us like connect with people you know and so we talked about some ideas uh for this event they asked me for like a little bit of feedback on the previous ones and they asked me about what should we do for this one and we tossed around some things um because the streaming aspect is really important for them. So while initially I thought it would be really good, you could just have some sort of show match with the best four teams in Europe for 50k. I'm quite certain for one day tournament, you could get Team Secret, Enigma, Alliance, Liquid, you know, like you could get those guys and just run a show match. And that would be that would get a lot of viewership. But the streaming aspect is really important and no fucking professional teams ever want to stream ever. I'm so surprised Blast has gotten as many of the teams to have cameras on as they have because most of the time it's like a no-go like nigma for example i'm pretty sure none of nigma is open to webcams for the blast event yeah because they're notoriously so fun right <laughs> jesus joey <laughs> a little sass in you tonight huh <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> um maybe... bunch of nigma fans out there hate you now yeah okay cool change the name of the team dog um what <laughs> so so then does that mean that that i can blame you for all the people who eventually were the people involved in the event oh that's the great part right is that um so what happens is i'm kind of helping out uh they're asking about like okay who do we get we narrow it down the show match isn't going to be a thing so uh we're talking about like okay uh let's do like schoolyard style captain drafting Okay, let's just get a, a bunch of streamers on board, have captains. So I'm saying, like, let's get Bulldog, let's get Gorp, let's get, you know, like all the big, like Wagamon, let's get all those big streamers, right? Make four of them captains, get a bunch of other streamers online because 50K. So if you advertise that enough, like people are going to flock to it, right? You're yeah. going to get a shit ton of really good players that are 7K, 8K, 9K, who aren't on a team yet or maybe are a little unknown or something. And that was my biggest goal. I, like the way I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I could get a bunch of people who are a 7K streamer of Dota who's, who's pretty good at the game and maybe we can you know, put his stream forward. 
it's still all partners and stuff like they're they all have to be partnered with twitch um so they have they there's a bare minimum of visibility that they're going to get but that'll that'll amp them up and i was thinking all right this is really cool i wasn't about i wasn't about the like you know let's get (laughs) i love ted but let's get perry and flax you know like he's a dota (laughs) streamer i was like i was like no let's make this as competitive as possible people it'll be really cool and uh from the NA side, I'm thinking Grant and PBD have to involve, be involved in some way. So mm-hmm. I asked Grant. First thing I did was ask Grant. Uh, I was like, hey, this is a thing. And it'll like what he does kind of determines what they'll do for NA in my mind, right? If Grant yeah. wants to play, then it'll change what the event is in, in my head anyway. Like you want Grant involved no matter what. He said he would rather cast. And I was like, okay, cool. Get Grant to cast. Then I approach PPD. I'm like, hey, uh, they want you involved in this Twitch Rivals thing. I think you'd be a sick captain to be able to pick out at NA streamers. He was super interested. Uh, I hooked him up with uh, Frodan, the Hearthstone streamer who works for Twitch. Mm-hmm. And they kind of worked out uh, this NA thing. I wasn't involved in that and all. Um, but I think Peter just like said, like, hey, I'll just, ru- I'll just like get this together for you guys. And I think he just like, contacted everyone he knew in na and drafted teams and set up captains and stuff so na was great uh the european side like he put out his tweet and i was like oh okay like i'll I'll do that for europe as well since you know like i I want to get more european streamers in there want to get as as big of a roster as possible for captains to be able to choose from right that would that would be the good idea I get a bunch of people who contact me. Uh, I'm given this this site, this form uh, for people to fill out. So everybody who asks, you know, uh, I give them the, a, a form. Uh, if they if they were like, I pretty much asked if they needed more people. So some people I didn't give the form to because they weren't really uh, they weren't really a big streamer, nor were they a high level streamer. Gotcha. So I pretty much just asked if they needed more bodies, and they didn't. Uh, but that's all I got. Like that's all I was ever told. Europe, the European partnership side did not communicate. Like I was only communicating with Froden, who is great. But like as far as I know, the European partnerships, like they didn't say jack shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just, oh, no. I just keep on bugging Froden. Like, hey, like do you guys need more people or something? Like I, I don't know what's going on. I like Valat ghosted me at some point in time. Like I'm trying to like communicate with him, and he's like, hey, can we do pre-selected teams? And I was like, oh, that wasn't really the plan. Uh, but I did want to get like a bunch of CIS players and stuff. Uh, I knew I wanted like Aloha Dance, I thought would have been a good captain. Um, and then like, I never really, I kept on bugging him. I was like, hey, I don't know. Like, it sounds like maybe they're changing up the format to do pre-selected teams. So you can talk to Twitch. And like, he just never got back to me about any of this. Uh, I'm guessing because I did it over Twitter and maybe he doesn't check Twitter that often, but like I just got ghosted in that regard. And so I'm just sitting there going like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm like, and then all of a sudden, like the day before people are asking me like, Hey, what time does it start? I haven't been contacted or anything. And I'm like, I have no clue. And I'm, I'm like hitting up Frodo. I'm like, Hey, people really didn't know like when this starts. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I'm like I have some streamers in there that I'm just like yeah they would be good like LeBron uh yeah. LeBron Dota right good good Dota player I think he's a uh he, I think he would be a pretty good personality to have on these sort of things like that was almost the ideal person right tier 2 tier 3 player 
that is streams has cis and crossover with english a bit i was like sick that like that that'll be great he's asking me what time it starts and like if he's in or not and i'm just like and uh and so i i went to bed that night i was just like well i guess i'll just see what i wake up to <laughs> i wake up to it um i was we were we did rehearsal and whatever and set up and i was like hey could we know like what the european teams are because like ppd already tweeted out like what the na teams are gonna look like and uh and they're like yeah we're doing a best of five show match and i was like cool who are the players on the team and then i look at the roster cis it's got havost it's got iceberg it's got aloha dance two professional players and one former professional player okay 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 and i'm just like holy shit this team is stacked They've got NS on there, former professional player, and they've got some guy who's 7.5K and is well-connected with the professional scene. I'm like, so that, oh, shit. That could be a team that's, that's like team. playing qualifiers in any CIS region. Yeah. I was like, shit, this is a team. It's like, it's got big names. It's got streaming value. And all right, like, uh, awesome. Like CIS versus Europe. That'll be hype. I look over the European side. Bulldog. Gorp. Frog TV? Snow Fox? I know Snow Fox isn't good at Dota. But like, <laughs> like comparatively, right? To professional players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Namax? I haven't even heard of that guy. Who the fuck is that? I really hope they listen to the I'm show. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I hope he's a professional. I'm like, I hope he's a, some sort of like pub player that I don't know about. I look him up, and I'm just like, okay, he's a caster. I think he was a French caster. I think, that's some, I think that's what it was. I think I checked out, like, I found his Twitter or something like that. I think he was, like, 5.5K, and I'm just like, that guy's going to get slaughtered. <laughs> what the fuck? What are, what are these teams? Best of five show match for $50,000? Wait, bo- both events had a 50K prize pool? Yeah, I'm pretty sure both events. Oh, dude, because <laughs> they had uh, they had Capital One as a sponsor. It makes so much more sense now why people were confused and bordering on mad about this. Yeah, where's Wagamama? Etc. Yeah, forty thousand. Yes, forty thousand for the winners, ten thousand for the losers. So fifty k just for Europe. Even a homie French 5.5K dude made, walked out with two grand for, like, playing like three games on a Saturday in, like, an hour. Yeah, dude, all those guys, all those times, all those guys in the CIS team, they made eight grand each. $8,000 for playing three, three games, which were the freest games of their lives, of their professional careers. It was probably literally the freest games they've ever had. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, and, and I had to cast that thing. I had to sit there and and like we're riffing on it. It's like it's me, Suns fan. Like Grant had a, a prior commitment, so he couldn't actually do the event at all. But it's me, Suns fan, and Caleb, the the host. And like we told Caleb, it's like it's gonna be a shit stomp, and we're running the show, and we're also saying it's gonna be a shit stomp. Like we're we're basically arguing. We're betting on whether it's going to be a 3-0, which was my bet, or Suns fans, where it's going to be a 3-1 because they're going to play, they're going to stomp two games in a row, get cocky, fuck around, 
accidentally lose a game before closing out the series. That's what we're talking about on our panel, on our show match. Wow. It's like, and even then, and even then, he he would like was actively saying, "Well, it's not going to happen." But I stuck by my, you know. But that was my prediction, you know. Like that's how little faith we had in them being able to win a single game, let alone a series. So it's just like there was we just kind of like joking around about it. We're, we're talking shit about anything from Dota. It was a little bit like this podcast almost, where we just start talking about other shit. Uh, I guess there's there's like a certain level that you once you reach that Rubicon that you just can't even pretend to try anymore. I know there's always like some discussion about like, hey, you know, sometimes we're playing on stage at CSL or what have you, and you know that pain gaming is gonna get shit stomped. But like you still put up a front, you like talk about it, you don't you don't come out and say like, Wow, this game is like a ninety five percent win and there's like a certain level of professionalism that comes with like the job most of the time, right? But here it was so incredibly one side that you're like, I can't even pretend. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was not about to pretend for that at all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like it's not like Twitch Rivals really determines much of my position in my job anyway. Oh yeah, like oh, it's yeah. it's you know again they're so distant to Dota, so it's like what does it matter? What does it matter what Twitch thinks of me? You know, it's like it's it's almost like what does Valve think of me? If Valve didn't have TI, you know, yeah. if, if there was no international, then why the fuck would I care what Valve thinks of me? Did you get any? Because <laughs> they're so hands off, you know, no did touching, you... did... <laughs> no touching. Valve's no really touching. good at social distancing. Um, did, did you get any feedback after the event from Twitch? Like, like uh, a... yes. So uh, I know that. So, for example, like I, I mentioned Frodan. Frodan was great. Frodan. Um, you know, I've I've kind of worked with him for all these Twitch Rivals events. He's great. He's locked on. He does his shit right. Um, you know, he was pretty. He was communicative. Like anytime I need to talk to him, he was there. It just sounded to me like the the European side of things. Like, you know, they they could have hooked up with me and talked, or they could have passed information on to Frodan to pass it on to me, or wh whatever they needed to do. Because the thing is, is like I'm not about to make that much this much work for myself. You know, like I, I'm not, I'm not like, yeah, this is your guys' job. You know, yeah. like I'm not going like I, I have worked on these Twitch Rivals events to get streamers into these again, to get people that I think it would make the show better, but also an opportunity to get some money, get some like, get some awareness to their brand. Like, you know, these streamers, this is a good opportunity in Dota that doesn't come around very often. So I want to help that out. And I'm literally doing it just to like make the event better. So it's it's better for Dota's, you know, community. It's like, maybe this goes well, maybe they do it more, more money comes into Dota, more money gets to, to streamers who probably don't make that much. Fantastic. But like, I, I even did it for an event that I didn't work at all, right? But it's now, like, at a certain point in time, I'm not going to be like, working, I'm not going to actively work out of my way to contact people whose jobs it should be to run this themselves. Yeah, especially if they're not paying you to like be a producer on the event. No. Like 
maybe if they're like, <laughs> no, hey, they're dude, we'll, we'll, we'll pay you extra. Like, can you do this, that, and the other thing for us? But you're just doing something to be nice at this point. So it's like, hey, <laughs> this isn't really worth my time. Also, it's not my job to make sure that it's fine, which makes sense. That's the economical thing to do, right? Uh, I'm, I guess I'm a little worried that... Um, the fact that we as a community spent a good couple of days shitting on it uh, means that they'll just never do one again, which is probably ultimately a net negative. Yeah, that, that, that could be. I mean, they shouldn't. They, legitimately, if you're a professional and you're good at your job, you actually do the opposite, right? Which is you don't get butthurt about it. You realize that you fucked over on a community and they don't like you. Uh, and you probably should have them like you, for God's sakes. And so what you do is you run another event that is more well planned out that isn't just a backup to, to some other event. You actually try and run an event to win the community back over and basically say, hey, look, we fucked up. Sorry. It was, you know, we did this on short notice. You know, that, like I tried to do a little bit of damage control. I basically just went in there and yeah. thread and said, again, you know, not your job, not your job. Again, not, not my job, but I would, I would like more stuff to be in Dota. I would like mainstream media, mainstream esports to be more interested in Dota because I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty great. And <laughs> we're the redheaded stepchild of tier one esports. I mean, for God's sake, whenever I go on a Twitch on like some random computer, it's hilarious the games that are recommended to me with like no history whatsoever. What games are recommended to me compared to the games that are actually having a bunch of players and a bunch of streamers watching. The, if I am on a blank account, it's like Dota's like right next there to some game that has like 500 viewers. Yeah, it's like... Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, what? It's down there with Weird. Mirror's Edge and like, you know, the, the bad speed runs. Yeah, like, I, I get it. Like, we're completely isolated from everybody else. And, you know, they probably feel like they don't need to be uh, that involved with our community. It's pretty self-run. But uh, it would be, it'd be cool if we're I a little bit bigger in that regard. Yeah, I think it's interesting nonetheless. I, I do hope that they take your advice because I think that's the smart business thing to do. However, um, I'm nothing but cynical of Twitch's decisions to make savvy business choices. So, <laughs> well, I do know that like um, Frodan, um, he did like he asked me for feedback on NA. I said NA was great. Um, you know, I already told him everything that I had a problem with Europe, and he, I know they put together like a document where they pretty much got all the tweets, all the Reddit posts, all that sort of stuff, and put it all together. And um, yeah, I, I guess they're gonna go back through what happened and uh hopefully do better in the future so you know this is maybe this is just one off uh yeah, bad events so. and stuff will be greater in the future could you imagine someone at twitch is getting paid right now to read our dota 2 and just collect all that all that feedback which has to be <laughs> especially if they're not a dota endemic person has to be just such a fun job because they're like what oh no <laughs> someone <laughs> I bet people aren't thinking about that too. They're like, wow, this is like valuable feedback for Twitch. Um, God. I, I hope they do another event though. And in short, I hope they do another event and that maybe they pay you to be a producer or they pay someone to just 
whose job it is for a week to figure it out and like actually have more control over it. Like it sounds like that's what they could use, right? It's just like a body who is like the point person, even if they're like, yeah. you know, under Frodan to manage all of it. Maybe it's a PPD. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a, a pimp uncle. Maybe it's, it's just someone who like knows what's going on and can actually be a producer. Um, yeah. I, like again, my, my tweet, like I'm thinking I'm trying to get the streamers that Twitch won't know about. That was my thought process. You know, I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Like, I know who he is. I've seen him on some teams. Yeah, he'd be cool to have on. That'd be great. Put him in the list. <laughs> I didn't possibly imagine that they didn't know to invite Waka Mama, Sexy Bambo, Cancel. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I told them, like, hey, I don't really know Bulldog or Gorp or any of those guys. So you should probably, you guys should contact all the big streamers. But... <laughs> Uh, well i guess it's a bummer um weird so i think we should just round it out i think that's it i don't think we can make anyone any more mad or happy with twitch rivals stuff we should just uh we should play a voicemail call it a night go edit the podcast i'm gonna stay up late you can go to bed because you know maybe maybe there's dota to go play there's another techies game that you want to play and ignore me during that's fine um (laughs) Um, that's a joke. We were that's... supposed to record. <laughs> we were supposed to record the podcast yesterday, and, and and I totally forgot. Joey messages me. He's like, "I'm down to I'm down to record it after you're done with that techies game." I finished up that techies game. My dinner was ready. I went, ate dinner, watched some shows, went back to bed, checked my phone. I see the message from Joey. I'm just like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Cap had to explain that joke because it was literally a joke for two people that no one would have understand. So thank you for your service. Um, if oh, you would... hold on, hold on. Two people? It's a joke for one person. Is it really a joke <laughs> if it's for yourself? <laughs> I don't think that constitutes a joke yes, anymore. Yes, it absolutely Joey. constitutes a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it made myself smile. Uh, it's not even mm. blowing off aggression. It's just um, I'm 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 I want to be mean to people. That's I only <laughs> I I have a problem sometimes where I only find humor in taking other people down, which sometimes is the best humor. But other times you're just a dick. So I don't really know how to balance it. I haven't figured it out yet, and I've been going on it for like almost 28 years at this point. Anywho, if you want to call and have us be a dick to you, which maybe that's your thing, maybe you're a masochist. It's uh it's 805. 805- Three two eight four zero two four eight zero five three two eight forty twenty four. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show, like this one right here. Hi guys, this is Matt from Seattle. I love the show, and I wanted to say that back in TI five, I met Capitalist in person after the end of the day, and he was one of the most genuinely nice people I have met in the community. So. It was a really turning point for uh, me, like, and his persona. And I, I enjoy learning more about you and, or learning more about Capitalist and Leaf Eater through their anecdotes of the podcast. Anyways, my question is I enjoy doing unorthodox um, item builds for heroes. And I was wondering if there's any modern ones that you guys do currently. Thanks again. And I'll enjoy listening to further podcasts. Bye. Wow, Cap. Um, I have always heard Aww. my... <laughs> 
I've always been told that, that nice guys finish last, but it seems like it's doing a good job for you. So do you have any advice just generally? Because people's like people seem to have nice things to say. I wish I maybe people I wish people had nice things to say about me, but you know what? It's, it's fine. I'm not jealous <laughs> yeah. or whatever. My roommates are literally laughing at me right now. Well, thank you, Matt. I I appreciated that message very much. That made me feel very good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> He's ruining the show. Now. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to edit that out. No, no. I heard. I heard they don't. Nobody has anything nice to say about you. It's, it's really Nick. Nick, the show's not live. You gotta. I'm gonna have to edit all that. Um. <laughs> You want me to start again on that? Uh, yes, but I'm going to leave some of it in. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. For uh, Dota Heroes, uh, unorthodox builds. Okay, so I most of my unorthodox builds actually come from Ice Ice Ice. So Winter Wyvern offlane, I love playing, and it's actually coming into... Uh, more popularity as a four position, but basically the current build is right now is that you uh, you use your splinter blast to farm a bunch, and you get to level ten, which gives you fifty damage talent, and then you get orchid. Um, you can also do like mask of madness was the older build, but now orchid works really good with winter's curse because you can apply winter's curse and you can orchid them, and you can load them up with damage because now you can. Uh, you can damage through Winter's Curse on that target. And then on top of that, Winter's Curse lasts long enough that the Orchid will break. Uh, I think at level 3, it perfectly overlaps, or maybe even is a little bit longer than Orchid. But basically, early on, they won't have a BKB, so they're going to take that damage anyway. And then later on, it guarantees that they take the damage because the Orchid will pop before they're released from Winter's Curse. So you could just, like, bang on them. You pop, like, your Q, whatever it's called, and then you pop Mask of Madness and you just bam, 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 bam. It's sick. It's so fun. It's like playing a sniper, but like magic damage build. I have something much less eloquent to share, which I'm sure okay. is not a surprise <laughs> to you or anyone. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I, I, have, I, have, um, uh, I have a small history of doing uh, meme stuff. I, mm -hmm. I enjoy, you're going to think that I'm joking right now, you're going to think I'm not serious. I enjoy playing Armlet on Spectre. Okay. Because, okay. because hear me out. So uh -huh. oftentimes I want to play a Spectre, but I can't get to a place where I feel like I can fight enough early. And I don't, the, the, the whole point of the game is to like, you know, fight. And Haunt's really good because you can just boom, get wherever I need to be. But how do I get to a point where I can get to wherever I need to be and kill someone quick enough? The answer is Armlet Mask of Madness. So I don't die. <laughs> I don't die. I have HP regen in lane. I got extra armor. Uh -huh. I turn on armor for I, I I turn on armlet for that extra for that extra damage. I turn on mask of madness and I start punching people a whole bunch. And then boom! Suddenly I'm a Spectre who's who's joining team fights every time Haunt is up super early into the game. And then I start snowballing into those bigger items that I want. <laughs> you you literally had me going. Joey might actually be onto something that's not half bad. And then when you explained it, it got worse. <laughs> I was like, huh. I was like, you know, Armlet solves a lot of your squishiness problems. Like yes, as a, a Spectre, you want to you tank up a little bit more. 
uh, because you usually go for this Radiance build. So mm -hmm. you're super squishy, but you output a lot of damage. Dispersion makes you uh, very tanky if you have just raw HP. Armlet gives you that raw HP. And on top of that, if you Armlet toggle and they're laying damage into you and you correctly Armlet toggle, mm -hmm. they're getting dispersed damage back onto them. And you, meanwhile, have potentially infinite life because you keep on armlet toggling. That was what I was thinking. And I was thinking, yeah, you go armlet, you go like diffuse a blade. <laughs> I heard mask of madness. You gotta hit him. You gotta hit him quick. Plus, you need you need the life steal to be able to farm, and you don't lose any HP. It's great. Mm, mm, okay, 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 okay. So you're uh, should, should, I, should I drop the mask of madness? <laughs> I don't do yeah, this all. I don't do this all the maybe time. Maybe work in uh, Diffusal Blade or something. Diffusal Blade, yeah. Because that's maybe essentially that. the same, right? It's a slow, but then Diffusal Blade is just better for your hero. Maybe. I, uh, yeah, if I looked on Dota buff a little earlier to see, like, is anyone else doing this? Is this actually a, like a weird thing to do? And it is legitimately one of the least bought items on Spectre. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking crushing it. I am ahead of the meta, everybody. Armlet Spectre, <laughs> I mean, go go play it. Go go try it. You you'll be you'll be thinking it's silly, but then you'll be like, actually, this might do something decent. Probably not in your bracket, Cap, but any other one, any other one, I guarantee you, it's viable. I also, uh, you know what? For being one of the least built items, you're not wrong, Joey. You have a you have a mind for terrible builds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. For uh, other, uh, real quickly, <laughs> other things I could suggest is Core Silencer, Core Elder Titan, and Core Dark Willow. Basically, uh, Elder Titan and Dark Willow, based off of Aghanim Scepter, uh, run offlane for both of them and go for an Aghanim Scepter. Aghanim's ET is actually pretty legit. And uh, Silencer Core, just watch Nigma, who has been playing it uh, a bit. Very hard to work, but it does look pretty sick. Once your last word starts doing like 700 damage because you've got way more intelligence than anybody else. Hmm. So the dark willow one makes me mad because I still see that trickle into some of my pub games now. And I'm like, Oh, this is so mm. annoying. Like stop playing that hero is core. It makes me mad for some reason. Everybody wants to be Taiga, man. Saves the game with an agonim's dark willow. That's just because Taiga's cool and no one will ever be as cool as Taiga. Can you, can you exude true. that energy? Absolutely not. Um, Insania said that he's the funniest man on uh, on Liquid, though I know it's not for the reasons people probably expect. <laughs> like he's he's not going and doing stand up and being like, "Hey guys, I got some great jokes about <laughs> no. about about current pop culture." <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> we will save that. We'll save that story about uh, all the reasons why Taiga is so funny for when we have Insania on the show. We'll get him on sometime for sure. We should. We should get most of those boys. I, I, I bet we can rope Mickey into doing it too. Um, yeah. Anywho, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, we do appreciate them and more are coming, but like, I'm surprised people are sending them. People complain that the voice message I have on the phone number is too long. I'm sorry, and fuck you, mm -hmm. I'm not changing it. It's 805-328-4024. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, now I see why you're like, are you concerned that Twitch rivals will just be like, fuck that community. We're not going to go back. <laughs> now I see your response to criticism. <laughs> The voicemail is too long. Well, go fuck yourself. How about that? How about yeah. that for being too long? 
Yeah, I thought it was funny when I recorded it in one take without thinking about a script. So obviously, it's better than your opinion. Calm down, um, Cap. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, Twitch chatter. Your mother didn't complain when I, <laughs> about too long when I was banging her. How about that, Twitch chat? <laughs> 